0: This is the Daily Dispatch Podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keeney.
1: Today, Dispatch Live is talking to...
0: Minister Natada, managing director of Minister Nodada Council.
1: When, before we kicked off this pod, you made uh, one of the most refreshing comments I've ever heard. That mm-hmm. nature, hiking the sea, connects you to you. How... Mm. What do you mean by that?
0: I think because of the busy lifestyle we are all living. Um, Whether it's trying to keep up with what's happening on social media, trying to ensure you're meeting your deadlines, you tend to forget about yourself. Um, You tend to lose track of you, in a way. So by giving that time away, having that new time, and just reconnecting yourself to your soul, in a way, um, I find that, by secluding myself and spending time taking a walk at the beach or um, being outdoors with green and fresh air, that moment allows me to connect or reconnect to myself again.
1: So we would hate people to think that you're a stunt looper of some sort. However, <laughs> <laughs> you were born in humans You yeah. then schooled and you went to Stellenbosch. And you are actually trilingual. Pardon? You are trilingual. English? Yes. Of records? Is closer? Yes. And what got you into accounting?
0: So, I think I have to thank my grade nine teacher, Mnir um, Moksha. He, I think foundation that he gave when he introduced us to accounting, Um, it was such a solid foundation and from the first um, lesson or class, I knew that this is what I like and this is what I'm going to do because it for me made sense immediately. I didn't need to think about it. Everything that he was saying was just making sense and I don't understand how, but it just did and I've just enjoyed accounting ever since.
1: Well, it's probably the greatest scorecard that you can have in business.
0: Most definitely. And I really do believe that um, it should actually be a module, um, even if it's just a basic introduction to, that everyone should have because looking at the amount of entrepreneurs that we are having right now, um, a bit of knowledge of accounting is, 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 is so important. Um, it gives you additional insight in your decision making etc so I really do feel that it should be one of those um, compulsory
1: subjects at school You seem to be a a compulsive studier you do short courses all over the place but you are also now doing a certified director course which enables you to sit on the boards of JC listed companies Is that where you see yourself 10-15 years down the road? on several boards and giving you an opportunity to broaden your own horizon again.
0: Yes, most definitely, and even chairing those boards. um, I think the amount of women that we have at the helm leading um, certain uh, directors or board of directors is, too, we're not at the level where we can say 50-50, but I would love to work my way towards that. Um, and also knowing how much, um, in terms of knowledge and and growth, that will happen within the next ten years, I'm excited for it.
1: So while you're a chartered accountant, you are also an entrepreneur, and you were saying that that comes through the family. Just explain that to us. You were talking about your mom.
0: Yeah. Um, so growing up, my mom, I think. Uh, Quite early on, she started um, converting our home into a guest house. So eventually when that conversion was done, we had to move out of our home. And um, she then built a smaller room at the back of the home, and that's where we stayed. And throughout the year, we'd have tourists, we'd also hold some um, individuals who were maybe visiting different government departments and needed to be in that area. They would stay there for months at a time. Um, And that grew into uh, her also providing catering services. So even to this day, my mom still runs a small restaurant in the location that sells African cuisine um, meals and um, quick takeaways that they got. So uh, I think that entrepreneurial um, spirit has just always been in our household and she's really inspired me in business.
1: You did your articles with a a medium-sized firm in Cape Town and a couple of years Mm -hmm. of articles persuaded you that uh, strict accounting was not for you. Mm -hmm. Why was that?
0: I think it's the environment uh, itself that It was very rigid, um, where I knew that as much as I enjoyed doing this, but I feel it would limit me and my options quite a bit. Um, Because I think through entrepreneurship, I've I've actually, I feel like I've done a a full-on MBA and more, because now I've also got practical experience where I've had to learn so much within such a short amount of time. And the thrill, the adrenaline that one also gets from running their own business being an entrepreneur there's very high highs. There's very low goals. Uh, I mean, I've also won a few awards as well. Um, in 2020, I was actually awarded second place of the ESCOM uh, business investment competition. Um, I was also awarded Businesswoman of the Year in 2022. Um, also in 2022, uh, one of Africa's youngest Bright mind. and most recently, uh, in July, I won in the professional category for, under the Business Women's Association of Kabecha, um, so I won in that category first prize. The
1: move from formal business, if we could say that, to entrepreneurship came about through prompting by the Business Women's Association in Kabecha. Tell me a little bit about that, please.
0: Okay, so I knew I wanted to start my business, and I knew I wanted to have a network. And when I spoke to someone, they indicated, "Why don't you just join uh, a business women's association or a chamber? There, you will then meet other entrepreneurs such as yourself, and that's also where you can find clients, etc." So I was lucky enough when I joined the Business Women's Association of Kabecha Um, I joined and they had a mentor program that was running. I subscribed for that program and I was matched with a local mentor by the name of Ed Gucci. And um, through our sessions, we were having weekly sessions and we were having that discussion, why are you waiting to start your business? Why don't you start it now? Because you have the time, you have the energy, you have the drive, if you wait any longer, Life does get complicated. You get married, you can start having kids, and there's just so many other responsibilities that you need to take care of, and you might not give the business uh, the necessary attention that it requires. So, after some very um, difficult conversations, with two months later, I then started the business.
1: If you, if we go back a little bit, you also spent some time with SARS, and you were saying that. Mm-hmm. It was it was quite disturbing seeing people wandering around having absolutely no idea why SARS had summoned them, they weren't on top of their mm. businesses.
0: Yeah, you now definitely.
1: you now help people get on top of their businesses. How yes. does one go about that? Yes, most
0: definitely. And um, that was also one of the things that inspired me to actually start hosting workshops, to actually say, I want to empower people, let them have the correct information so that they can make um, informed decisions. So, yes, we do assist individuals, get on top of their taxes, tax planning, and also businesses understand exactly what their obligations are towards SARS. Um, I guess a lot of the time you have people saying, well, SARS doesn't contact me. So I'm in the clear. and it shouldn't be the hey, case. You should be contacting stars and finding out what your status is, or where your your um, your finances, and declaring all of that information. Because once stars is contacting you, that's when you have a problem.
1: Yeah, very very much so. There's that if they're not speaking to me, they don't know about me, me type of thing.
0: <laughs> then I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, the. Aspect of people knowing their businesses. As you were saying, Mm. there are so many entrepreneurs in South Africa now. Our president tells us if we could have 70% of all people employed by entrepreneurs, we would be fine. Mm. But there are so many failures amongst entrepreneurs. And these are not lazy people in that. Mm. They just don't have a clue. And that was your Mm. wording. They don't have a clue.
0: Most definitely, and you're correct in saying that the the business model or the type of business that they have, it's not that it's a poor one or that it's a bad one, but it's just that there isn't that business management skills and also cash flow management, um, which is something that a lot of business owners still struggle with till today because there's no planning involved. It's just a case of we'll we'll see uh, what tomorrow brings.
1: Let's, let's just carry on. Yeah. You have a, an, a, a goal of one day firing yourself. And while that's mm-hmm. a lovely expression, it wasn't one that you coined because there are so many great businessmen that mm-hmm. have effectively mm-hmm. fired themselves. You now have two partners. Mm-hmm. When do you think you'd be ready to fire yourself? And not, well, to, not in a timeline, time sorry to interrupt you, but rather to when your business has progressed to the stage Mm. where you can Mm. fire yourself?
0: I think for me, um, I know it's not an easy decision that one reaches because of um, maybe um, the sentimental value of the business, et cetera. But uh, for me, that day will be where I can go for six months and not having been involved with the business. Um, that for me will be a clear indication and that business is still being profitable and sustaining itself and everyone within the business is doing what they need to do. So, yeah, at that point for me, okay. that will be the realization.
1: You were saying that while your home is in the Eastern Cape, your heart is in the Transcar, specifically yes. Coffee Bay, and you have a, a plan To make something happen there, what is that plan?
0: So I frequent in in a a a coffee bay called Guatunga, and what I see when I'm there, it is so beautiful, scenic nature untouched, but it is a very big gap in terms of skills Um, locally individual farm, and they've got their cattle, etc. However, I've got age mates, um, women that are 34 years old, like myself, but they've got nothing else to do. Um, they just wander or they clean their houses, or they are busy in the garden planting additional food. Um, so, developing those women, whether into entrepreneurs, Or teaching them an additional skill that they can use that skill to do something else, Um, and also with the youth because South Africa, if you look at the population, more than half of our population is is youth. So developing them as well, because one of the concerning things that I see every time that I'm there, whenever it's a holiday, the amount of alcohol abuse that goes around, um, and I look at the age of the kids, so they're still quite young to be that absorbed by um, an alcoholic beverage, you know? So and that also speaks to there being nothing else but that to do. Um, so, yeah, so those are the things that I would like to focus on.
1: You were saying that you left the corporate world, but now you're going to get back into the corporate world, but from a board level. So yep. you would be looking to get on the board of four or five companies, which would give you mm-hmm. your own free time. Yeah. But not only as a board member, you would like to be the chairman of those companies.
0: Yes, I would like to work my way up um, and get to, point, to a point where I am leading um, the board of directors, and successfully so. So I see a lot of women who are more than capable, and they inspire me daily. So, yes,
1: that is one of my goals. Noisa, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, I think we should also share with people that you are a nature lover, hiker, walker, and <laughs> probably a strand Thank you very much for talking to Dispatch <laughs> Thank Live.
0: You
1: so much, Pete. Pleasure.